This is a brand new show from 7 Million Bikes Podcast, the Vietnam is Awesome Podcast. I'll be talking to people from all over Vietnam working in tourism, bars, resorts, hotels, nightlife, and more to share with you experiences that prove Vietnam is awesome. While a Vietnam podcast is on break right now, I'll be sharing these episodes with you so that you can discover the real Vietnam. Whether you currently live here already, want to come visit, or see more of this amazing country. In this first episode, I talk to Lily from Valley Village Food Quark. Valley Village Food Quark is a small family resort located in the middle of the jungle, which focuses on mindfulness and well-being. A trend well established in places like Bali and now growing in Vietnam. We talk about life on the island, why Phu Quoc has grown as a destination so much, and why travellers choose to go there. She also shares with you the best attractions to visit and hidden gems on the island not to be missed. The Vietnam is Awesome podcast is available wherever you get podcasts, so don't forget to subscribe or follow wherever you listen and leave a review or rating if you like it, please. Follow the Vietnam is Awesome Facebook page for curated updates from our team and travellers to Vietnam to make the most of your time here. And check out their website, vietnamisawesome.com, to discover more awesome experiences. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Vietnam is Awesome podcast. We'll help you discover the real Vietnam with awesome experiences. I'm Neil Mackay, your host. I've lived in Vietnam since 2016, and I'm the host of a Vietnam podcast, a comedian, and now brand ambassador for Vietnam is Awesome. I came to Vietnam for a two-week vacation and was immediately taken by the beauty, friendliness, energy, and even all the quirks of Vietnam. I came back in 2016 with my wife for just six weeks and six years later, we're still here. In this episode, I'm talking to Lily from Valley Village Phu Quoc. Valley Village Phu Quoc is a small family resort located in the middle of the jungle, which focuses on mindfulness and well-being. Lily is German-Vietnamese and has been living on the island since the beginning of 2022. Prior to that, she worked in marketing for TikTok. But during the pandemic, she realized, like many others, how important it is to take care of yourself and your mental health. In 2021, she decided to quit her 95 job at TikTok to go back to her roots in Vietnam to create a yoga and well-being hub at Valley Village Phu Quoc. In this episode, we're going to be talking about why Phu Quoc has grown as a destination so much and why travelers choose to go there. The best attractions to visit and what she suggests first-time travellers do when they visit Phu Quoc and also any hidden gems on the island that you can't miss. So thank you very much for joining me today, Lily. Hi, <laughs> I'm super excited to be here. Thanks so much. You are very welcome. So tell us, what's the island like today? It's currently very sunny and I would say the best time to visit the island right now. So yeah, the high season from November, I would say end of March, there's no rain. It's sunny and dry. So the best time to go a visit Fukuok Island. I wish I'd known that in the past because my wife and I went to Fukuok to celebrate our five-year wedding anniversary, which is in July. Oh, and okay. 
we didn't realize that was rainy season. And so we were there for five days and it did not stop raining for five days. Oh, that sucks. But I hope you were still able to have a great time there. What, what did you do? We Doing... still had a, we still had a beautiful time. We were actually staying at Fusion, which we were splashing out because okay. it was around yeah. a bit. And so had an amazing time there, but it got a bit, a bit stir crazy after three days of basically not being able to go outside. We had our own pool, which we'd never really had before. We had our own villa, having a nice time for our anniversary. And yeah, it just rained the whole time. So that is good to know for our listeners. If you are going to go to Fukuok, make sure you go November to March. Exactly. Well, so tell me a bit about then you have a, yoga and well-being hub and you've created that on the back of leaving tiktok so tell us a little bit about how you did that so the red dot valley village actually already exists by 2016 but then during the pandemic the owner realized that uh, and like the same experience i actually had in attraction that people really need this kind of well-being wellness retreat where they can yeah, find inner peace and focus on their own mental health and well-being. In the beginning of this year, we started offering free yoga and meditation classes. We also collaborate with our well-being partner, Breath Voyage, who focus on right healing, breath work, and sound healing. And together, we also organize our workshops and events with themes about mindfulness and well-being. We really hope that people in Vietnam and then maybe also even worldwide know that there's welcoming and flourishing yogi and spiritual community here on the island where you can just detox your mind, body, and soul. So, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. And it's something that people associate with the island of Bali, right? When you think of mindfulness and yoga. Is that what you're trying to create then a similar concept in Fukuok? So then people overseas will then think of Fukuok and think of those things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because to be honest, if you compare the well-being and wellness offers here on the island yet, it's still very small compared to, as you just mentioned, Bali or like the Thai islands like Kupangnang. So our aim is to really grow this community here and to bring wellness tourism to Fukuok Island. Yeah. That's great. As I mentioned in the introduction, Fukuok. I've been here in Vietnam six years and Fukuok has just grown and grown over that time. So why do you think it's grown so much as a destination? I would say one of the major reasons why it has grown so much is because of the huge investment made by a lot of big corporations into the infrastructure and especially into tourism infrastructure. And then also in recent years, I know that a lot of airlines have opened up direct flights from foreign countries such as South Korea or India to Fukuok Island which I would say definitely led to an increase in the numbers of international tourists. But yeah, overall, I would just say Fukuok is an amazing and beautiful island with stunning beaches. And I've been to a lot of beaches here in Vietnam. And trust me if I say that you will have the best sunsets here on Fukuok Island. And it's possibly also only the place in Vietnam where you can have both sunrise and the sunset at the beach, which is amazing. That's very true, actually. Yeah, I normally can't get up early enough to enjoy the sunrise, but I do love a sunset in Fukuok. Where's your favorite place to watch sunset there? Oh, there's so many places which where I love to watch the sunset, and it's really difficult to decide. And it also depends on what what kind of my mood is. It's usually, because I work during the day, I like to prefer going to the most nearby beach at our resort, which is Fukuoka Beach or Online Beach. Yeah, these are the nearest beaches to to the resort. 
Awesome. We'll make sure that people check out those beaches. I, I should have asked this question right at the beginning, so clear something up for me. How do you pronounce Fuquop properly? Because I even had this discussion last week. I was in a bar here in Saigon, and I got talking to a couple of Swiss travelers, and I said, oh, where are you going next? And they said, I can't even remember what they said. They were like, Puwui, something like this, like Puwui, I can't remember. And I was like, I don't know this place. Where are you going? They had to say it a few times. I was like, oh, Fu Quoc. But then I was like, some people say Fu Wok, some people say Fu Quoc. As a German Vietnamese, how is what is the correct yeah. pronunciation? Yeah, I would say I'm also not the best person to ask because I would definitely would say with a German accent, I think. But I think it's pronunciated as Fu Quoc Island. So I think you mentioned it in the second time when it was just the pronunciation. So Fu Quoc. So yeah. my pronunciation isn't too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that I, every day. I always hear anytime I hear somebody mention it, I hear a different pronunciation all the time and I'm never too sure which one it is. So we we talked about the investment in infrastructure again, which I've seen just things like the roads being built, the new airport. One of my favorite things to do in Fuquoc is drive through the old airport. Oh, yeah. It, I know what you mean. It's super empty and such a big place to just discover. It's such a, a surreal feeling the first time that we were in Fuquoc and the driver took a turn off the highway and then suddenly we're driving down the runway of a an abandoned airport. Like it's such a, it feels such yeah. a unique experience. There's not many places in the world you can do that. We've done it several times. The last time we were there, we'd hired motorbikes and we're going around the island and drove down the runway on our motorbikes, like little scooters, not really a big motorbike, <laughs> like on our scooters, as fast as we could. It's just, it was one of the most amazing things. Where else in the world do you get to drive down an old runway? And then you can actually go into the old terminal and see it. It's all dilapidated and falling apart. Are there any plans to re- redo that or regenerate that? Because it's a massive piece of land right in the middle. of. To be honest, I haven't heard about any plans and. Yeah, rebuilding the place, but it's also great to leave it empty because as you said, like you don't have a lot of abandoned places, which you can discover by your own and then just freely roam around and drive scooters or cars. So I think if it's still, if it's still left empty, mm. yeah, really cool hidden gem, I would yeah, say. <laughs> Most places yeah. in the world, that would be locked up. There would be big fences you mm. get in. But in Vietnam, things work a bit differently and it's just open mm-hmm. going. Apart from the abandoned airport, why do you think so many travelers are now choosing to go to Phu Quoc? I would say travelers choose to go to Phu Quoc because first of all, I think I already mentioned that, is because of the beaches and the best sunset views you have. And there's just, I would say, things to do for every kind of traveler. If you're a family, if you're a couple, if you're a solo traveler, if you are a person who is interested and history or partying or if you're a person who likes to eat seafood especially so there are so many things to do for every kind of traveler touristy places but also still a lot of unhidden and raw places for the adventurous type of person yeah the last time we were there last year we walked we climbed up the there's a i don't want to say a mountain yeah, I think you're referring to Nuida Back Mountain, where I think you can have yeah such a beautiful view over the island. Yeah, and I feel like that's a real hidden yeah. spot because not we were the only people there doing it. There was, and we took a dog with us, which was amazing. There was there's some ladders you have to climb up, and we had to pass the dog up. 
And it's true, there is so much to do on the island. Like you're saying, you can party, you can do mindfulness, you can go for hiking, you can just relax on the beach, which yeah. is really good. So if you're a first-time traveler, just got to Fukuok, you've been in the craziness of Saigon, what do you suggest you do? If it's your first time here in Fukuok, I would definitely recommend visiting the beaches here. Of course, the most popular beaches are, for example, Sao Beach, which is in the south, or the Olang Beach. You should also keep in mind that it can be quite crowded, especially in the high season. But yeah, if you don't like beaches, then there are also so many other things you should visit as a first timer. For example, fishing villages in the north, I think it's called, called Hamling Village. And there you can just watch and observe the daily life of fishermen. And after work, you can visit one of the floating seafood restaurants to have really good and fresh seafood at a very reasonable other than that, Fukuoka is also very famous for its fish farms and peppers. So if you have the time, you should check out any of these local farms and to just see how it's used and yeah, to try it out for yourself. Then there's a prison if you're interested in history, especially. It's a little bit of, I would say, like a dark history, but it's very informative and educative. So definitely check out Fukuoka prison if you're interested in the history of the island. And then last but not least, I think, which is also really popular in Fukuoka is the cable ride. It's even, I think, the longest cable car ride in the world and takes you to Antoi Island. If I'm being honest, because I'm like a more adventurous type of traveler, the experience of taking the cable car ride to Antoi Island feels a little bit commercial, not commercialized. But if you are looking for the best view over the ocean and also the fisher villages, then you should definitely try this out and do not miss this cable car ride to Antoi Island. So yeah, I think these are like one of the major key attractions in Fukuok Island, which you should not miss as a first timer here. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Join pilot and adventurer Fernando Pino as he takes you on journeys to discover exciting destinations across the UK and Europe. You'll fly with him to hidden gems and experience local culture, from bustling streets to serene hideaways and the best places to eat, sleep, and play. Travel Plans is more than a podcast. It's your ticket to exploring the world and its history with a friend. In this episode, we are flying to discover a beachside paradise perfect for the whole family. Discover golden sands, activities galore, and even free childcare so you get your own break too. Oh, why am I still here? Yeah, I always forget about the cable car. It's the longest cable car in the world. Yeah, yeah. How long has it been open for? Not too long. To be honest, I don't know. I just have to guess right now, I think. I think it's two years. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I would definitely recommend that. It's it's pretty incredible. Uh, And then you get to the end and it's... Everyone get there early, like everything in Vietnam, really. You want to get there early to beat the crowds. I've been there when the beach is, there's almost not anywhere to go on the beach. And you get some hot dogs, which is random. They've got like a hot dog cellar and some beer, obviously always beer. So get some hot dogs and some, but the views are incredible. Really, you can get some beautiful pictures there because underneath the cable car, there are lots of the traditional fishing boats set underneath there. And the colors are so amazing. So if you go on a nice clear day, with the water and the beach and the boats, yeah, you can get some incredible pictures. Tell us a little bit more about the prison and just a little bit of the history of that. We don't need to go into too much detail because I actually haven't been. It's like you said, it is 
it's a dark history. And sometimes you want to be away on holiday. If you're in Fukuok, you want to go and be having drinks on the beach and enjoying the sunset. You might not want to explore that side of it. And that's one of the reasons why I have not been. But just tell us a little bit. Anyone listening who's thinking, what is she talking about this prison and this dark history? So some people will have no knowledge of that. Just explain a little bit yeah. what that is. Just a disclaimer, I'm not an expert in history. So maybe I will get some things wrong because it has been a long time since I last visited this prison. But what I know is that during the war, the south, a lot of south, a lot of soldiers from the south were brought to this island and they were kept on this island in a very big prison and they were tortured and yeah, handled very, how do you say that in English, in a in very bad and poor condition. So that's the main thing about the prison. And then you, you will see a lot of sculptures and a lot of scenes, like actual scenes on how, on what kind of me- method were used to torture the soldiers. And it's a little bit sad to see. So if you don't have strong nerves, it can really get under your skin. Yeah. Mm, they're very similar to the War Remnants Museum here in Saigon, which is just an incredible mm-hmm. museum. And I went there the first time I came to Vietnam. It is very harrowing and it is very uh, emotionally difficult. So it's not somewhere you, you like run to go to, but it's definitely something worth checking out. And I think I do need to go visit the one in Fukuok when next time I go back, which will be hopefully very soon. Now, tell me, we touched on it as well, but what are some of the hidden gems then on Fukuok that people don't know about? So we mentioned the mountain, which you, you can say the name again. Nuida Bak Mountain. So we know the main attractions are like the cable car, as we mentioned. And, but what are some of those hidden gems in Fukuok? In terms of beaches, I would say my top insider tip is Dragon Beach. It's located in the north and it's only accessible by boat. And I don't think there's even like a real Google location for this beach. So it's a very, it's literally like a hidden gem. And if you go there by boat, there's no development, no infrastructure at all. But on the other hand, you will have the whole beach by yourself. It's quite peaceful away from the crowd. And yeah, I would say it's a really beautiful and amazing experience going to the beach because it's not the easiest way and you have to go by boat, but it's definitely worth it. Yeah. That's a great one. So, Next time I come, I'll definitely be sending you a message to get that pin. Exactly. And then we already talked about it, but the inland of the island is also like a hidden gem because most of the people who go to Fukuok Island, they only go, they only discover the beaches, but the inland of the island is mostly off myth but it's so beautiful it's full of valleys hills hidden waterfalls and white jungle so if you have the time i would recommend spending one day hiking in in the national park or yeah in the inland area of the island i definitely agree it's something that's not promoted as much as it should be i don't really when i've been i've never i've not really seen like tools being offered or and i'm similar like what you just said, I'm going to go to the beach and hang out and sunset, maybe sunrise if I can wake up early enough. But yeah, no, that's definitely a good one. One of the ones I've been telling people about, it's not really a hidden gem, but it's on the other side of the island is the Rory's. Oh, yes. I love the bar. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Rory's then. It's located on the east coast, so it's a little bit far from the center, but it's a super cool sports bar located right to the beach. The owner is Australian, so it has a very cool, laid-back, open-minded vibe. If you 
enter this place, you will meet a lot of locals, but also experts. So it's a really cool mix of tourists, experts and locals. And it's the place where you can meet, easily meet new people and just hang out, have good drinks, have a good view over the ocean. Yeah. And the owners of Super Lovely, you should definitely check it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're there, go check out Rory's. It is a bit further out, maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes by bike or by taxi. What I love though, they've they've built a natural swimming pool outside. It's one of my favorite things. So they've used the existing rocks that were there and then dug. And I remember going there before it was filled with water. I don't know. There's something really cool about seeing an empty swimming pool. I don't know why, but I was there when it was empty and they were still developing it. And so it was exciting to go back and then be able to swim. And it's like natural. It's so nice. And then they also have what I love is like a mini golf course. They got big screens for the TV. They got pool. A couple of my other favorite venues are the Rabbit Hole Irish Sports Bar. I've done some events. I've performed comedy there in Fuquat. We did a, a really amazing comedy show there. We had about 30 or 40 people in there. It was really good fun. Then the other one that's down from there is the Cheeky Traveler. You know this? I heard about it, but I haven't been, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a, it's more of a backpacker kind of vibe, but almost always got live music every night. The owners are so lovely. I'm going to forget your name again but she's an absolutely lovely english girl if you're listening you can send a message and tell me your name but she's i remember she's from leeds she's got an awesome leeds accent and she's so friendly as soon as you come in she greets you and makes sure that everything's all good so i love the cheeky driver rabbit hole if you want to get like a kind of backpacker feelish almost if you look into that and then my but one of my favorites though for sunset you have to go to the sailing club resort oh yeah yeah exactly beautiful beautiful That's a beautiful spot, place yeah. So just before we move on to the final questions that we're going to ask every guest at the end of every episode, just quickly tell me a little bit more about your resort. What can you do there? What can you, what are the rooms like and why people should go to Valley Village Fukuok? So Valley Village Fukuok is a small family resort located in the middle of the jungle surrounded by natural greenery. And what's so unique about us is that we are a jungle retreat focusing on wellness tourism, which you cannot find that much on the island because most of the resorts are located right at the beach and focus on this yeah offering this kind of luxury experience and what you can do with our resort is you can join our daily yoga and meditation classes we offer regular workshops and events about mindfulness and spirituality together with our well-being partner and i would say people choose us because we offer this kind of environment where you can really relax and unwind and if you're that kind of person who is really looking for a place where you can escape from a stressful job or the hustle and bundle in a big city and just want a weekend retreat then valley village definitely offers this place and this community where you can take it slow reconnect with yourself and really focus on your own well-being so yeah super happy to be able to offer this for anyone who's interested in healthy lifestyle, well-being, yoga, and mindfulness. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I'll definitely be coming over and checking it out next time I'm in Fukuok, which will hopefully be soon. So we're going to finish the podcast with the final four questions that I'm going to ask every guest at the end. So what is a good 24-hour itinerary in Fukuok? Okay, so for breakfast, definitely go to Nora's Happy. Are they offer super healthy smoothie bowls and drinks and then you should go to nearby to auction beach bar and then have yeah a beautiful view of the beach 
Then for lunch, you should check out one of the seafood restaurants. You ba can basically just choose anyone on the street and just experiment and try it out by yourself for lunch. Then after lunch, go to, yeah, just hang out at the beach. Oh, yeah, go to the Dragon Beach, which I mentioned in the north. You can combine it with heading to the Starfish Beach as well, where you can see a lot of starfishes in the crystal clear water. And then afterwards, you can head to the Dragon Beach by boat. And then for dinner, head to the night market where you have a lot of different kinds of local food. And you, then you can just choose any corner at the night market and have dinner there. And then end the day by heading to Worry Beach Bar on the website. I like it. <laughs> I like it. That's I was going to say earlier, one of the things that always makes me laugh, it's an activity in Vietnam to eat seafood. So when I ask students, sometimes they say, oh, they would go to Vung Tao or Phu Quoc and go, what did you do? We ate seafood. Yeah, but you know, people love seafood. Yeah, love it. I'm like, what else did you do? Did you go anywhere? Did you go to the beach? No, just ate seafood. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but you know, we true foodies. Foodies by heart. Tell me, what is the local life like in Phu Quoc? Because obviously it's not all tourism. I would say it's very laid back compared to the big cities like Ho Chi Minh City and Hanoi. There's not too much traffic and you can actually breathe if you're at the beach or in the jungle. Um, and there's also a super big expat community. And if you check out faith events, for example, locals and expats and host regular workshops, meetups and events, which I think is a great opportunity to get to know the local community and to deep dive into the culture. So yeah, check out faith events. But yeah, overall, I would say it's a very relaxing, laid back environment on Fukuoka Island. And especially more on the west and north side, it's even more quiet, raw, and yeah, like the unhidden and authentic side of the island. So overall, would you say, is it a good place to live? I'm biased, so I have to say, yes, it's a good place to live. I love it here. And I'm, I come from Germany and it's so cold in Germany right now. And in Fukuok, you have had summer the whole year, so I cannot really complain. I love exotic fruit for me compared to my life in Germany heaven <laughs> and where should travelers go next so difficult to decide but recently I've been really interested about exploring the mountain northern mountain area of Vietnam so Hazang would be my pick yeah that's yeah. definitely one of the most breathtaking places I've ever seen in my life and last question so tell me what makes you think that Vietnam is awesome how do you answer that? There are so many reasons. Great people, great food, great landscape. You have everything, mountain and beaches. And it just feels like home. It's a home away from home for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So Lily, thank you so much. You have been the first ever guest on Vietnam is Awesome podcast. So thank you very much for coming on. I'm excited to go and visit you when I get there at the Valley Village for Quoc. And have an amazing day. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm super grateful to be the first guest for the podcast. Vietnam is awesome.
hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease, and I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.